I'm busy! Damn it, Mom! If you mess this instance up for me, I swear to God, I'll burn this whole... Hey, Travis, how's it going, buddy? Oh, I'm great, Will. How are things going in here? Could have sworn I heard something like video game music. What? Travis, come on, man. But I know it couldn't be that. Not after you completely abandoned your tune casting responsibilities and sucked us into the digital world of video land because of video games. Twice. Hey, Captain N, the Game Master, was triggering for me, all right? I'm on the World Wide Web right now doing research on this week's tune. Look, right here. The adventures of a guardian named Bob and his friends Enzo and Dot Matrix, who strive to keep the inner world of the computer system mainframe safe from the virus's megabyte and hexadecimal. The unseen being known as the user loads games into the mainframe, which turns portions of the world into games. Bob must reboot as a character in the games and save that portion of mainframe by winning, or else it will be destroyed. See? Told ya. Wow. That's a great copy and paste from Wikipedia. What? No, Travis! This is, this is the first draft I'm working on. I mean, come on. Will, you're better than this. Say, what's this other window you have minimized? No, 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 no. Uh-oh, a massively multiplayer role-playing game. You must have had that open on accident. Here, I'll shut it down for you. No, Travis, don't. Sorry, fellow losers. Gotta log out to do my cartoon podcast. Peace. Wildar the sexy barbarian wouldn't say peace. And just to be sure. For God's sake, not the Wi-Fi. Listen to me. No more Wi-Fi. No more games, no more bullshit. Now you're gonna shut up and start talking into that microphone about the computer animated cartoon called Reboot. Okay, man, okay. Shit, I, I just gotta- What? I gotta plug in the equipment real quick is all okay? Fine. First you smash my NES, now the Wi-Fi, we're just smashing everything. You think you can yell at me? That's not gonna happen, mister. Uh, what was that? Almost ready. Hey, hey. Hey, what are you doing over by that keyboard? No more Wi-Fi, huh? <laughs> Fine! You got it, pal of mine! What? No! <laughs> no! Yes! We're going to the digital world of mainframe at 56 kilobits per second! And there, on today's episode of Days Past Tunecast, we'll be talking about... Reboot! It's happening, Travis! It's happening! Alright, boys and girls, get ready for an action-packed hour with your friends Will and Travis. It's the Days Past Hello and welcome to the Days Past Tunecast. My name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about yesterday's animations. And today's animation is a computer animation. Yeah, it a is. A three-dimensional computer animation. This is a first for the Days Past Tunecast, Travis. It is. I watched this show, Reboot, uh-huh. as a kid. Did you ever catch it on TV? No, but I definitely saw the advertisements. And they didn't entice you? No. (laughs) Okay. No, sir. Well, I liked it okay because, as a kid because it was something different. And the idea of having computer-generated graphics seemed like the future was here. (laughs) Finally, the future was here. I've been waiting probably for 10 years for it to get here. Teleportation will happen Has arrived. (laughs) But it wasn't an exciting cartoon to watch then. And I can't say that it's exciting now for a lot of reasons. They only ran for 48 episodes. I said only. Like, there are plenty of cartoons we've covered that have gone, like, six or 13 episodes. Uh, Yeah. Over four seasons, spanning from 1994 to 2001. Too long, if you ask me, sir. Oh, good boy. You gave me a digital Mumesa over here, buddy. you You know, I liked it more than Mumesa. But maybe that's just nostalgia for me. I just felt like it was less offensive than it, it was more bland than Mumeso was. So I it was easier to digest yeah, in my yes. tongue. It was produced by Alliance Communications. Now, they did another big cartoon in the 90s, bigger than this one, 
a Transformers cartoon called Transformers Beast Wars or Reverse the Two. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. And that one is one that I watched as a kid and really enjoyed. And it's very, very similar as far as like the graphical style goes. Yeah. Like nothing has weight to it. Everything looks like it's greased clay. Yeah. You know, this this look. But that show was actually entertaining to me because it's robots that turn into animals. No doubt. So that's pretty, it's hard to go wrong. Here's the thing though. Yeah. Alliance Communications also brought us a lot of live television, live action. Like what? They brought us Saturday afternoon and post-Saturday Night Live filler, such as Andromeda, Earth, colon, Final Conflict, <laughs> Mutant X, and The Outer Limits. Oh, all right. These are all Canadian science fiction shows. And there's a certain, these things would be advertised on WB or whatever it was yeah. at the time. All of them are just like low budget. And there's just something about them that even as a kid, what should have been interesting to me, yeah. which is sci-fi, just to even see the commercials, you just knew it's not quite good. I always think of it as either my Saturday, oh shit, I got to find something to do or else <laughs> this shit's going to be my day. Or it's like, oh no, Saturday Night Live is over. Now what do I do with my night? Yeah. And this is what comes, well, it's like this and American Gladiators, if you're lucky, mm-hmm. then this, like then the Outer Limits and then an infomercial of some kind. <laughs> And then you're done for the night. But yeah, it just, it, it bums me out. And this cartoon kind of it had that same feeling of like, oh, this is like a lie. This is supposed to be entertaining, but it's actually just, I'm eating wheat bread. I was depressed the whole time. How are you feeling now? I'm still depressed. How were you before? I'm depressed. Okay. Well, yeah. I just want to document yeah. these things okay. and see if there's any growth. <laughs> This cartoon was conceived of back in 1980. It took him a l- 14 years, yeah. a l- 14 years <laughs> to get it out there because they had to wait for the technology to catch up. They did have some prior experience with 3D modeling. They worked on a certain music video. Oh, yeah? By a band called The Dire Straits. Yeah. Money for nothing, I will just fall free. <laughs> That awesome video. Everyone knows Money that for one. Nothing. Yeah. I, I love that song uh-huh. and that band and that video. So that's a one-up for some of the people on this show. All right. I'm with you on that, okay. buddy. It sounds like you're not so convinced. <laughs> well, I'm not. Let's keep talking. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll convince this. you. I'm not a huge Dire Straits fan because I just haven't dove into other music. So uh, can we just agree that the video is a plus? The video is definitely a plus. Gavel, gavel strike. Then. Yeah. We're done with yeah. that. Plus one. You know you're in trouble with a cartoon (laughs) if instead of using the opening to give you a cool theme song, you have to spend all of that one minute explaining the premise of the show. Yep. There's no catchy song. It's just some orchestral bullshit that's going on. And they're explaining everything that we've just explained prior to this about the plot and the setup of the show. That is not a good sign. It's a whole script. And it, yeah, and it still feels like we had missed four or five episodes that came before we watched it. Yeah, they, they, put, a, they put a punch in your lap right there at the beginning. Well, and they just act like we should just know these characters and their relationships. And uh, yeah, of course, it's just the mainframe, like uh, all this jargon and shit like that. It was really disorienting. Yeah. <laughs> like, because it starts off and it's a sensory overload right away. And I, maybe when I was a kid, I could you, keep you up with that. You were writing down in a journal. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, 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 oh. It's like play by play. But as a kid, I could keep up with it. But like, it's designed to, if you're 30 plus, it's designed to make your brain go haywire. Yeah. yeah do a little cross eyed. <laughs> it was pretty much like watching a 20 minute cutscene from a 1998 ugly ass video game. <laughs> and there was. Did you ever see G4? There was a channel. It became something else over time. Yes. It was like a video game channel. Uh Okay. Don't remember. It became Spike, maybe, over time. I don't remember. When it was first out, G4 had a show called Machinima. And all they did on the show was play cutscenes from video games. No commentary. (laughs) It's like like watching music videos on MTV. They would say at the bottom, the little thing would come up and tell you, like, what video game, what year. That's stuff. But they would just play cutscenes from video games. And this was like 2004 or 5. So it's not like they were just cutting edge shit. That is the laziest programming 
I can think of, and it's like it's the programming equivalent of a gone fishing sign. All right. Now, how much of this did you watch? Did you get? I would just leave it on in the background, do another shit. <laughs> okay. Because like I, this is the the internet existed. We had sites where you could go watch these things. It's just somebody saying, "Oh, what are we doing? Oh, we're going to the pool hall. Yeah, I'll just throw some shit up on the TV. No one cares. No one's watching this at three in the morning anyway. But why should have just spent it on infomercials and made some money? They're like, it's what we had. Unlike that, though, there is some plot to this show. Maybe more than I want. Yeah. <laughs> so real quick, we're going to try and break it down for you. Let's go into plainly it. Plainly as we can. Reboot. Season 1, Episode 1. Originally broadcast September 10th, 1994. Entitled, The Tearing. Megabyte wants Bob to do a mysterious favor for him. And the answer is a hard no. But when Megabyte prevents Bob from reaching one of the user's games, resulting in digital destruction in mainframe, Bob rethinks his position. So he confers with the wise man Fong, who implores him not to go it alone, which Bob immediately does anyway. Bob agrees to Megabyte's favor until he finds out what it is, turning an unstable tear in the virus's base into a portal that would lead to a supercomputer, where Megabyte and his army would have access to an infinite arsenal. Luckily, another of the user's games happens to appear, in which Bob beats both the user and Megabyte, sealing the portal. The Tearing is not a strong title for the episode. <laughs> oh, The Tearing! It, it sounds like what your doctor would tell you is causing all the bleeding you're having. Yeah, about that. Yeah. <laughs> It's the tearing. That's Doesn't sit down. Or, or don't sit down. Yeah, actually, down. you know what? See, keep standing for the rest of your life. <laughs> it sounds like a horror movie for pieces of paper. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a protagonist, a lead character. Oh, do we? Chock full of charisma. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be Megabyte. He did it to get to me, but I'll take care of it. It's my problem. Viral takeover. He's infecting the user. This is not good. Bummer. Now we got a mega user. He's a blue-skinned uh, sprite is what the word that you would use because the sprite is your, for those that don't know, simply put, your character in a video game. Like the visual representation of them. I didn't know You're that. welcome. Appreciate that. I sent you a lot of books to read before this. You did. I still don't know how to do that, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. That's my fault <laughs> for assuming. Bob is, like most of the characters on this show, on one hand, it is a very simple design as far as colors go. Uh -huh. He's just blue, black on top, hair. But there's just two, like a child colored in a coloring book version of him and just said, we're going to put this here and this here because there's <laughs> lots of details on his like body. It's just not catchy. Like the whole cartoon is. I well, mean, yeah, whole... yeah. No, that's the design of everything <laughs> yeah. is that it's too busy, but it's also cartoonishly mm -hmm. exaggerated. Bob, just so you know, like he just looks kind of like a normal man, kind of lanky in a weird jumpsuit. Looks like he's going to go work for an alien moving company or something. And it, his hair, though, it's hard to do hair right at the time, especially in 3D modeling. And mm -hmm. so his hair, it's almost dreadlocks, but it's not meant to be. It's like they dropped thick tar on the top of his head and just let it kind of drop down into tentacles. Now, I have a reference for oh, that, do buddy. you? Yeah, I sent, it, I sent it to you on a picture. I'm not sure if you want, want to pull it up or not. I'd love to see what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so um, this guy from the get-go, he reminded me of this actor, this childhood actor, who uh, completely disappeared, but he was the heartthrob. I kind of recognize this person, uh -huh. but I don't recognize this person. What the what? what? Who, who is this that I'm looking at? Andrew Keegan, buddy. You don't know who he is? I, again, he looks very familiar to me. He was he was on 10 Things I Hate About You as the hot guy on that. Mm, you had to know. I think that would just come on in the background of other okay. things I'm doing. Step yeah. by step. He was on a million little, little that's shows right, like That's that. where I think he looks familiar is like probably from bumpers for uh, TGIF. He was all over your, your Tiger Beat magazine. I think so. If you left this guy in uh, floating in a river long enough to turn blue and bloated a little bit. Okay. Yeah. And then he, you left him to dry on a Jamaican beach. Okay. So that his hair turned into mossy, algae semi-dreadlocks. I'm with you. Semi-locks. Okay. okay. Then you would end up with... Bob, the guardian, the main character of this show. I was right on. You were, you were. I'm just saying he just has to go through the transformative process. 
maybe that's how he always transforms into. Listen, this guy. every once in a while, he, he would run through uh, some rain in a scene, and you know he'd have those those wet. He turned in. He'd, he'd be halfway locks. there. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Bob <laughs> says that he's new in town, which means mainframe, which is like a pizza slice of a city sitting in a digital ocean. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just don't. <laughs> this whole thing, the physics of, of the world that they're in. I mean, it's kind of just whatever they want it to be. Uh-huh. I like, guess, like like the nightmare bed. That he, that yeah, he, he so in. Bob sleeps in a bed that just seems to be water from like the game Doom, uh-huh. like pixely water that just flows over you and makes it's. He's just kind of laying in a, a shallow bed. Of Dr- it. Yeah, drowning a little bit. Yeah, but he, he seemed to be okay with yeah. it, I guess. So, hey, whatever works for him. I'm not. It's like white noise. It's like uh, sci fi white noise for <laughs> yeah, him. To I guess so. Sleep. I, I'm going to make that machine. Uh, you're just, you're just sleeping away yeah, like, it's like oh, this ah, is beautiful. Just putting, it's basically just going to sleep to Star Wars or Star Trek, I guess. <laughs> Bob says he's new in town, but he also seems like he's been doing this. He's too old for this shit. <laughs> he's bit. been doing it for too long. Uh-huh. But he's, he's what is new to town makes me wonder, like, because these are all these beings are installed. They're, they're, they're information in a computer. It's yes. all they actually are. And so if he's new in town, that means that he's recently installed. Maybe. And so I started wondering what what is Bob in our world? What would we think of Bob as? Because he's a protective being. He's a protective software, however they want to say it. So in the course of the show, he does everything on his own. He refuses to get help from his friends. He gets advice from a wise man and does not take it. He just runs in there and he starts blocking shit and trying to do it all by himself. He fucks everything up at the end of the day. Uh, yeah. In a lot of ways. Like he, This kind of all goes well despite some of what he's doing. Back in the day, computers, I don't know if they, this thing still exists, but it seemed to be people would install this on their computers and it was the bane of their fucking existence. The McAfee virus blocker. Uh-huh. That shit would pop up every 10 seconds. But are you sure you want to do that? No, I'm, I'm not going to let that through. I, no, we can't do this. We're going to restart this whole computer right now. <laughs> uh, come on. Here we go. Bob is McAfee. Bob is McAfee. McAfee is Bob. Mom, uh, McAfee is Bob. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. It's, <laughs> no, think about it. It's kind of like a teacher at a dance, like telling you, no, 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 no. Put some space between yeah, you two. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of Bob. here. Like, he it, just it, seems all over it. Yeah, is your skirt fingertip length? <laughs> what are you doing? Bob as a guardian, and they don't explain much more than what we're saying right now, so don't worry about if you're confused. Bob, his duty is to protect Mainframe uh-huh. from uh, anything, it seems like. His first episode, and there's like a national fucking tragedy that happens in mainframe. Yeah. It is awful. This game comes out of the sky because that's what when the user, which is us, I guess, starts a game. Drops in. Drops in this Fortnite big purple. Style. Yes. Drops in this big purple rectangle, uh-huh. which is just more pixely shit. And that takes over an area and that whole area turns into a video game. And Bob is, is kept from getting there in time by the bad guy. If the user wins... That whole area is destroyed. So when the th- and he, he does win or it does win. Yeah. Could be a, a female gamer. <laughs> Less of them probably at the time in 94. They, they win. Someone wins. <laughs> We're safe now. Game over. User wins. And it's just like, it's just a crater in the ground in a building. A skyscraper was there and now it's gone. Yeah. Like uh, digital death and destruction on this man's watch. He has digital blood on his hands, our hero, right away. And he never really has much pathos about it. Never really paid. No one gives him shit. Like you, like basically they write it off really yeah. quick. Like it's okay. He was keeping you from it. It's like, well. <laughs> you you can't uninstall him. Yeah, exactly. He won't let you. Because no. like, oh, it's, it's like a therapist telling you, you can't quit yet. Because you're not healthy and you're like, this is a conflict of interest. Like, no, 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 no. There are too many viruses on your computer. I say so. I know. But if this if this is actually what happens in computers, then we need to stop playing computer games. Because every time we even start a game, we are making it a bad day for tons of digital people in our computer that live in our computers. Yes. And if you win, you are committing digital genocide. Now, has this changed your thoughts? No, no, people should still play video games. Yeah, absolutely. These people don't matter. That's really, that's to me a really important thing to take away from this is like, don't get attached to any of these characters because they're not people. 
They're just computers things. They're nothing. They're nothing. (laughs) They are just living empty lives and essentially the matrix. And if they wake up to the fact that they are not people, then they will either kill themselves, which means you're out of machine, which sucks, or they turn into Skynet and they start killing people. And this is the problem of AI. And this is why you should never do it. Well, I mean, either. You can. You can check it out every once in a while. No. No? Don't even dabble. Ten inches of space between you and AI at all times. All right. right. Whatever. When I was, we got a PC when I was, uh, I don't know, like 11, 12, since mid-90s. And to put games on this thing, Uh like now, like, I mean, especially like with Nintendo or uh, PlayStation now, like you just put the cartridge or the CD in Uh or whatever, and you start playing. It just happens. On a computer at the time for us, and this was with my dad's help, it was a crapshoot. Like buying the game was the first hurdle. Uh-huh. And then you had to go try and install it in DOS, <laughs> yeah. which it may or may not work. And we didn't know enough about computers to know ahead of time if that was it. And then if it does work, is it actually going to keep working? And it's almost like the computer was trying to protect itself and say, you're going to kill a lot of people if you get this game on here and actually win it. So don't play. Please don't do this to us. Now, Bob's not alone in his guarding. I mean, he is he is the only guardian, <laughs> but he has people that he knows that help him and seem to be as much help as he is. So yeah. I don't really know what's so special about him. He makes glitches, which seems like just a Deus Ex Machina thing where it's like, oh, I need to make something appear that shouldn't be there. Right. So it's like, just do that in the first place. Well, he's definitely, in his world, he's hot. Think so? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I've, I mean I'll accept it. I mean, he was modeled after Andrew Keegan, so... <laughs> We all know he is where symmetrical. This goes. He is symmetrical. Uh, he has got mostly. We're talking about three people here, mm-hmm. and the first amongst them, in all ways, would be Dot Matrix. Yes, named after the printer, but she lives in a computer. <laughs> no way. Look, this isn't the supercomputer. Around here, we mainframers stick together, and when it comes to megabyte, the answer is always no. She is a a full grown woman. Uh huh in a kind of a bodysuit type situation. And there was an interesting thing that happened surrounding this. There was censorship over her body. Will? Yes. I believe it. The FCC, I believe, was saying, those breasts are too real. Make them more like one shape, like uh, just like a mono breast yeah. type of situation. Because they did that in the, I mean, uh, unintentionally in the first Tomb Raider game. It's yeah. just like, like why, why am I grabbing my chest right I don't now? know. I, I think We're both doing it. Did you, are you having like uh, phantom pains of <laughs> breasts from a past life? Yeah, right. Like, it, it's just like a shelf that has a hard cutoff uh-huh. into a point. And that's it. Now, hers are still more than that. But the point is that they thought that was so important not to show kids, but they still put her in a very tight fitting uniform. And that, that whatever they did, it did not tame this young man's budding sexuality. I had a crush on Dot Matrix and I would say she's a woman. She doesn't have a pixie cut, but it's pretty short hair. And I would say for a 10-year-old, that was like a sign of maturing taste for me to be interested in a short haired woman. Uh Because, oh, that's a new thing. You've also got Enzo, who doesn't do much except talk a lot. This is, I think, Dot's little brother or son. I don't know. He, he I, has, I went with son just to make the story a little more interesting. That is more me. interesting. Yeah. Who, where's the daddy? Who's <laughs> exactly. the papa? Enzo is a young kid, baseball hat, tons of colors on him, tons of shapes <laughs> all over his body. <laughs> Looks like a Christmas tree. Yeah. Just... <laughs> why? I mean, he's just like a, a typical drawing of a child and yep. then doodles on him. And he talks super fast. And he talks a lot. I've used an equation a few times on this show <laughs> to describe like keywords that keep getting used on cartoons. Yeah, yeah and he's dr- less, he drops them all. There's le- Yeah, there's less a single keyword than in this case, computer to Enzo means maximally dudular. <laughs> like every, every fucking in the first moment that he is on screen, he drops 20 or 50 different, like not, some of them are slang, some uh-huh. of them are just computer terms. They're all buzzwords. At an alarming rate, they're dropping these. We tried to quit Phylum, dude, but it was seriously default. A major surge of goons showed up at the diner and started to completely offline the place. I mean, jack out, crash, crunch, backslash, delete, trash, log off. That's really (laughs) Dawson. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) 
get like me. I saw. I love seeing in your eyes before you delivered uh-huh. it. You're like, buddy, you don't even know what's yeah, coming. Yeah, dude. I'm like, oh, oh, should I tell him first? No, I shouldn't. Yeah, tell yeah. Him. I'm just gonna go for it. But this makes me. Want, it seems desperate. The amount that they're throwing this in. Like, hey, all you cool people out there who know all of these computer terms. This is how much we know. Like they had the young guy on staff. They're like, hey, what do people say? What's hot right now? What do computer people say in computer cafes and all these things? And it makes me think the virus of, is like real hot right now. I, yeah, he's just bullshitting them. I think he's just saying whatever <laughs> comes to mind. There was a, in the 90s, there was a, I forget which magazine it was, but they interviewed someone from Seattle mm-hmm. when Seattle was the place to be. Still is. Continue. Hey, it's not a bad place. It's cool. Different, different kind of time, though. Yeah. Like, it was the Shangri-La of coolness, but also ironic detachment-ness. Oh, dude. <laughs> wait, you. wait, not like, That's the opposite. Yeah, when you put your <laughs> finger to your mouth, yeah, coys a little bit. I just like doing co- that. Coquettish. <laughs> Somebody did an interview with someone from that scene, uh-huh. and that person just invented slang that they said that they used in Seattle, and they got published in a magazine. As though it's a real thing. Wow. Some of these are nuts. And I feel like they had that same person on staff that was just the computer equivalent. Just uh-huh. like, yeah, sure. Mega Broncos. Uh-huh. <laughs> totally. Absolutely computatorial. He went to work every day just completely loaded. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was spending those paychecks on everything you shouldn't buy. <laughs> if Red Bull existed at the time, he was spending it on that. And some Z Cavaricis. What are those? 90s jeans. Oh, baby. Get Were like they button me. up? I think so. I think they had like probably like the nine buttons or whatever. <laughs> it's like you button them up all the way from the ankle to the, yeah. the crotch. I, I, I missed them. I wasn't cool enough to really go into the Z Cavarici world, but. I mean, yeah, that's kind of the opposite of probably where you would have, because you were a Jinkos guy, right? Heavy. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Not commonly response. <laughs> And finally, the other helper here is the wise man. <laughs> the wise man of mainframe. Yeah. His name, Fong. Uh-huh. Yeah, you don't say. P-H-O-N-G. Like phone, but he accidentally hit G. Mm. He, maybe he's a t- he represents typos, maybe. Okay. No, Fong is actually a name. It's also a kind of, a lot of these names, like Dot Matrix, yeah. are, you know, <laughs> a little fun, little, you know, just references or whatever. <laughs> but with Fong, I believe it's a kind of three-dimensional shading, like graphically. Okay. Like putting shades on, you know, lighting, uh, whatever those things do. <laughs> <laughs> make things. Draw Look, stuff. I just play them. I don't make them. <laughs> and I just read about them. I don't make them. Hey, one day teach me how to read, would you? If we're going to continue Only if you podcast? teach me how to wear Jinkos. Dude, easily. Here, try these on. They fell right off. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a comforter for you. Fong is what came to mind upon seeing him, Mm -hmm. because I didn't even hear him yet. You just see him playing Pong, live action Pong. You said Fong? Like, yes. Like full size Pong in person, Mm -hmm. where they're batting this thing around on a tennis court. But Fong looks like a brass plated ET, the extraterrestrial. Yes. He is about two feet tall, long neck. Long head, long arms, but he's just like almost like a little unicycle Uh with those things. But his body is made out of brass or some bronze, maybe at best. And when they're playing that game, it's so awkward. It's so it's so weird for a second. Well, none of the action, (laughs) none of the movements in this are natural Uh at all. This I mean, we had not reached Pixar levels of maturity or if we had, they were not on display here. Like I said before, like everything that's done, it's done as though there is no gravity because um, things will just move and then stop and nothing feels like it carries any importance or weight at all. And so, yeah, when they're playing that game, they try to play it up like it's going to be this cool (laughs) reveal. And it's like, this is only a memorable character because of how weird he looks, Mm -hmm. not because he's a great He's kind of he is kind of a Yoda, uh-huh. I guess, in a way. But if if Yoda was an Asian stereotype, as far from the vocal cords up, is that what then, you took from that? Yeah, character. Yeah, I did. Ah, megabyte. There is an old README file that says you should keep your friends close and your enemies even closer. So much so that they actually are playing the famous flute and wood blocks. <laughs> Music cue on the way in and out of his scene. They're going, all that stuff that lets you know you're in a kimono <laughs> or or a paper-walled house. Yeah. And there's no reason, except his name is Fong, and even if he is Asian, which he's just a computer program, it, by 1994 standards, 
they could have done better on this. This is questionable because we're getting in the 90s. The 90s were pretty woke. Dude, real world, Got it. all day. Real, when people get real, they get woke. When people get woke, they get angry because they were asleep. Mm-hmm. And they just woke up all of a sudden. Yep, days past uh, message. It's way back around here. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, being that they're Canadian, the people who produce this, are they allowed to— are, can we think of them as racist? I'm sure they are. They can't be. But like, there's something about it where like they're so polite. That's the you know the story about them at least. No, no. You, so you think they had a mm-hmm. an agenda they yeah, were trying for to sure. push? Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. You, I mean, no. You don't back that. I back you. I just support you, Travis. Then yes. Then support you. I do. All right. They're racist. <laughs> well, yeah, racist enough to give the guy kind of like Minority Report. There are a bunch of windows that'll pop up in the air. Yeah, <laughs> they call uh, vid windows, I guess. Yeah, and his screensaver is a yin yang because he's a spiritual Asian dude. Uh. But he's not. He's just a program. He's supposedly like the oldest program, like a command dot exe or something like that. Some file. That's when you break it down like that. They are worthless. They are just text. Ones and zeros in your computer. Uh-huh. I'm looking at a whole billions of them right now. <laughs> hey, yin yangs were awesome in the nineties. Were <laughs> so, so you'd say you think that they've reached their you know expiration what? date. Uh, we should bring them back. I mean, it's just if, you and me. If you go to a yoga studio, yep. maybe you haven't been. What? But they didn't go nowhere. <laughs> they're, they're they're live and direct. They're going strong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They have an underground <laughs> resurgence. <laughs> Travis, I have a topic for you. What's that topic, Will? Agree or disagree. Okay. Megabyte, the villain of Reboot, mm-hmm. is the best thing about Reboot. Yes, I agree, Will. Correct. Yeah. What do I win? You had a whole oh, conversation okay, about okay, Megabyte okay, and yeah. the rest of the podcast. All right. Awesome. And then no more. Okay. Sign me up. <laughs> You're like, absolutely. Get me out of here. <laughs> Megabyte is kind of like if they took Sideshow Bob from The Simpsons yep. and installed him in a Terminator body, but then they put Joker makeup on it and gave it Wolverine claws. Yeah. This guy's got it all. He is stocked. Yeah. He's fully got, decked he, out. He's got sass and class. Like, yeah, class. Sass and class. <laughs> I'm glad you finally came to your senses, Bob. A wise decision, Guardian. I won't disappoint you. You guardians certainly know your tears, don't you? If I knew viruses were so sassy and so classy, I would have gotten not inoculated. Uh-huh. You and me talked about. <laughs> I would be an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> <laughs> like you and me talked about. He, this guy had wine next to him and some cheese the whole at, time. At all times, you might not have seen it in in the screen, but it was it was to the side. For I sure. love. I mean, I could, this the guy who played him, Tony J, is a famous actor. He did a lot of voice roles. Yo, Tony J. Hey, yo, Tony J over here. <laughs> but he's he's just got that. You know, you can hear the ascot, as we've said before. You can hear um, that your, character. Your, your ascot showing, sir. <laughs> <laughs> just everything he says to you. I'm sure, even if he tried to sound genuine to you, sounds so condescending, but so your sweet. Pompous, man. It just drips out of his mouth yeah. like neck digital nectar. <laughs> Yes, I very much appreciate the gift you gave me. And he's like, genuinely, like, I really do. He's inside. He's saying, I love this gift. I, I promise. It's really Thank good. Thank you for saving my life. Yes. <laughs> See, my, I can't even get close to it. I appreciate all the things that you've done for me. <laughs> but inside, it's a man saying, I really appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate you. Thank you. I couldn't have done it without you. He just maybe he has a, like a translator <laughs> and then that just is fucking up a bunch. Now, for a name like Megabyte, they yes. did give him a big jaw. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like it could have been bigger <laughs> with a name like Megabyte. Yeah, well, he's got some sharp teeth in there, though. He does, but I wanted him bigger. Like, I just wanted him to at least sometimes have more jaw mm-hmm. and more teeth, like to emphasize the bite. Because as it is, a megabyte is a very small amount of space. <laughs> Even then, it wasn't particularly big. So if you're going to name him that dumb name that's attached to a very small thing, at least lean into the bite a little bit more. Yeah, and then he he also like grows his nails out. I know like, he's got like the, three or four times. He's he, got yeah. wrinkle claws. I yeah. mean, that stuff's cool. Or yeah. their, their nails, like, you know, where your fingernails actually grow out all mm-hmm. of a sudden and do yeah. a thing. Yeah, this guy... 
I kind of just want to see a show about him and his adventures. I want to see it from his perspective. And this is not uncommon on our show. Tale as old as time. The villain usually rocks and rolls. Yes. They rule the roost. Mm -hmm. Yes. They run the run. (laughs) They run the rounders. (laughs) And they write the Rizzo's. Now, he's got charm. He's got brains. His plan is complete gobbledygook. Just digital (laughs) poppycock, as far as I'm concerned. A tear. It leads to the supercomputer. Class 12. Normal pulse. Above average volatility. All you need to do is stabilize this tear into a portal. You know only guardians and games dropped by users are able to stabilize tears like these. And I'm so much more intimate with you now than any user, aren't I? Like this whole thing about, I mean, it's like any sci-fi where they're just saying shit that could be anything. Mm -hmm. Like at the end of the day, what's happening? Bad guy has something he wants, wants to use good guy to get it. Here are all the words I'm going to say to describe it in some technical way. It's a a magical portal that leads to a cool place that you want to go. That's what it is. This could be a fantasy novel. This could be anything. I have a favor. (laughs) <laughs> this I favor have a favor for you. <laughs> I want to see him actually that'd be kind of cool if he started glitching out like he just gets caught like Max Headroom style like uh, I would like to tell you yeah 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 <laughs> I talked about things feeling weightless yeah, and it feels that way as a story too. All these things happen. Like they, they end up in a game competing for this portal and it's basically a star Wars ripoff. The ships, not only does it feel like they don't have any physical weight, nothing seems like it matters because you know, from the outset, this is not a real place. I mean, obviously we're watching these cartoons, right? Most of the cartoons we watch aren't real, but but this one, (laughs) This one but, specifically. But this one just feels even less real. I mean, because they're saying we live in a computer and they apparently don't know what that means, but we do. It means you're just fucking bits in my computer. <laughs> like, so Aw. I don't care what happens to anybody. The only characters that I cared about were the little pre minions. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, I think they call them biomes or something. They're just these little one eyed, like round or t- like, you know, short and tall. Short and tall? Yeah. That's Come on thing. down to Bob Short and Tall. <laughs> We'll give you both every way you want. Dude, they got great cells. You're going to love the way you look. <laughs> I guarantee it. They're they're like either like little round balls or like they kind of like are shaped like a banana, but they're just metal. Right. And simply designed and they are adorable. They just agree with everything. It's like, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, what's up? Tell us, Bob. Yeah, we'll help. Here, here. Copy and paste that. <laughs> oh, I mean, I could, I could live with... How about them and Megabyte, uh-huh. the odd couple? I'm in. He's hanging out. Well, I guess, is that, I haven't seen these movies, but isn't that not just Despicable Me, bunch of cute little guys, and then an evil overlord? Pretty much, Okay, yeah. well, I don't want to get Steve Carell on this one. I think keep with Tony J <laughs> or pull in Kelsey Grammer. Gotta have. I would I would cast Kelsey Grammer mm-hmm. in the live action version, because the guy looks bald, like, Megabyte looks kind of bald, and then he has this huge thing coming out the back of his head that's like if you spiked up your donut balding hairstyle. Mm-hmm. You know, not yours, Travis. You have oh, lots of great hair. I mean, I'm pretty sure Kelsey Grammer did the suit with the mocap. The, the, yeah, the white, the white thing, <laughs> he, white balls on it. One of his many mocap credits that he gets. He's like, oh, my melodious voice? No, I, no, thank you, but I will physically act this out. You say mocap, I say a black suit with white balls. I, they're equals in my mind <laughs> on this side of the table. So, Will, got a Q for you. I got and at least one A, a for you. <laughs> I'm going to need two A's. Okay. What kind of video games were you really playing around this time? So, 94. You were a Sega boy. I was a Sega boy at this point, yeah. Uh, t- 10 years old, I was a Sega boy. PlayStation, not yet out. <laughs> Weird it's like, term. It's like I'm saying I was a choir boy. Uh-huh. Like Sonic the Hedgehog it took me into the back room. <laughs> Uh, I had Sega, so I was playing Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, that's kind of why you buy a Sega. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, dude, yeah, for sure. I was playing, there was a a game called Kid Chameleon, which is a side-scroller where you put on different, like, the kid on the cover is, like, 
the most dudical, dudular man you've ever seen. Because he's like he's like a twelve year old that's got brown hair. He looks like James Dean as a twelve year old, like with a leather jacket and shades on. Virus update. But he puts all these masks on and he gets powers. Like he gets a tank mask and he becomes a tank and fires bullets. But it was the most complicated game in the world. There are like ninety nine levels and he would just warp from one to another, seemingly at random. Never ever beat it, but I, I loved it. I loved Toe Jam and Earl on Dude, Sega Genesis. Yes, sir. Yeah, that was uh-huh. a baby. Hey, did you have the uh, the cannon gun? No, I didn't really care for light gun what? games very much. I did rent, I, yes, we would rent video game systems, like on birthdays and stuff like, like that. And Mondays and Tuesdays? Mondays and- through for Sundays. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. That checks out. Mm-hmm. I'll check my journals. <laughs> there was a add-on to the Genesis called Sega CD. It was a CD system that you could add to, like, plug into your Genesis and you could play these disc games that were not PlayStation level, but they were more. I was already out of the game at that point. Well, I mean, as I understand from a previous episode, you were more of a video game coach yes. than player. Yes. yes. And nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. Believe me, I, I, I had plenty of video game but by coaches. The time, by the time I was coaching, it was already PlayStation time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It switched. So the Sega CD, you basically just attach it to your Genesis and you could play these other games that are a little bit more advanced. Mostly they were more advanced in that they would play actual videos. Okay. And so there were games like Sewer Shark and uh, something Night Trap. <laughs> You're that like, were like street horror. Well, they're, <laughs> well, that one got in trouble for censorship, <laughs> okay. like the way they treated women in it. But they were just like what you would call FMV games where you're watching really pixelated actual video mm-hmm. of things happening. Yeah. But the one that was the best one of those was the crisscross game. Uh, crisscross, okay. you know, the Mickey to Mickey to Mac. Oh, gonna yeah, make you yeah, yeah. jump. I missed the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah it. It's it, this game was actually that whole thing was pretty wiggity wiggity whack. Oh, like, well, the, I mean, in the game, all you did is take their video and like remix it. You would change it into black and white at certain times and add this effect. It was just like a tiny version of the video software that comes with a Mac now, yeah. but with shitty granular <laughs> pixelated crisscross video crisscross videos. Make you jump, like, and jump. they only had two good songs. Jump and I miss the bus. Yeah, those are great songs. They're though. wonderful songs. There's a legacy attached I to listen that. To them. They're great. I, I don't. I, I have listened to them in the past <laughs> few years, and I really enjoyed them. But that was something that I played a lot on there. Yeah. So that's kind of what that that's what I was up to around that time. Heck yeah, man. Now my dad. But oh, was he? So, oh, was he? Well, well right? my dad did play Doom, and he he liked flight simulators and stuff like that. Which oh, are, he, are he, he was on that grown man stuff. He huh? was a grown man. Yeah. Yes. Before he even had me. No. <laughs> <laughs> on his own, apparently. <laughs> Say nothing of my mother. My dad, I remember being 13. Okay. So it was a little bit later, but still during this show's run. So it fits. Uh. We did not have internet in 1997 or 98 yet, for some reason. I had been on America Online with my friend at his house. Yeah. Even just the fact that we even had access to other people was, I, I, it was the new frontier. It felt dangerous. It oh. felt like all kinds of shit and could you go were wrong. Already, yeah. Crack your knuckles. Let's do it. Yeah, at like twenty dollars an hour, we're gonna yeah. get on this fucking dial-up. <laughs> I need strangers with candy. Now. Absolutely. <laughs> so we had already been on that, and I was bugging my dad about getting AOL specifically, but just the internet. And I remember us basically having an argument in the kitchen. So keep in mind, this is nineteen ninety-seven or ninety-eight. So the the internet's here. Uh-huh. It's staying like it doesn't it's not quite a you fad it, anymore you see it over there playing you're like Come yeah on. everybody is on this already and it, of course it would only grow from there the story of the internet brought to you by days past tunecast <laughs> but my dad i was like so frustrated with my dad like i just want this thing where i can talk to girls that's what i'm thinking yeah. i'm sure i'm or, not saying that whoever's pretending but, to be a girl yeah anybody who's willing to say they're a girl to me <laughs> but i'm mad at him and he was just like will we're not getting it it's, and I think his argument probably was that it's not safe. And that's true. The internet is not safe and it's still not safe. Yeah. It is still the Wild West in many ways. You're like, I'm a grown 13-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> but with, with hair down to my nipples uh-huh. and I weigh 90 pounds, you will listen to me. The idea that we could have an argument, can't we please just have running water in the house? Uh-huh. He's like, no, 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 no. There's bacteria in some of that water. You can't have that. Go to your room. Yeah. And also, we had McAfee on the computer. Oh, Bob. <laughs> you're running magnets over it, trying to <laughs> try to get it to go just away. Trying to erase all my computers. <laughs> Your dad comes home, the screen's just uh, <laughs> just all melted. I don't know what happened. I'm in the corner, just like. <laughs> 
they won't bother us anymore. <laughs> With all that we've learned from this one long this one feeling episode of Reboot, <laughs> maybe my dad knew something more than he was letting on. Maybe he was aware of what they're describing in Reboot. Will, we shouldn't get the internet. You're going to be connected to all these viruses. You're going to be putting all of these digital people at risk. And that's why we're not doing it. Case closed. You're like, Dad, there's a wise man fong over yeah, here, though. I need access to all of these internet wise men. Thankfully, now we all have access to all the wise men on the internet. Yeah, we do. And much more. Better check your watch. Cause it's time for Travis's Tooncast Toy Corner. Oh me, oh my. So what does my eye spy? Ooh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, man, let's get into this, buddy. If you want to look at numero unio on yours, it'll have the one next to it, indicating that it's number one. Well. Makes sense. Thank you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm eating M&M's over here. You're like, okay, I get your your method here. This time we're going with numerical order. Yeah, right. <laughs> right off the bat here, we have... That's my ghoul top matrix! Yeah, bro, it's your crash dog. This looks like a pretty good little toy. That is a pretty cheap little toy, too. God, oh man, I just gave you a hint, buddy. Or could I be tricking you? Well, I'm going to get You'll you out of my head know. here. Don't try to get in my head. <laughs> She comes with one of the cute little guys. No, no, she comes with the French. Yeah, yeah. She comes with the French robot <laughs> that serves as a waiter, or I would assume the maitre d in her restaurant. She owns a diner on mm-hmm. the show. And that's it feels totally because it's a diner and there's like somebody doing an exaggerated version of an accent right. that's digital. Totally made me think of Back to the Future too. Since it has that and my my good lady friend. Dot with what looks like a pink condom in the top right corner. That actually is. No, yeah, this guy's a creep. <laughs> it's an edible condom. Uh, on the side, it says delete disc included. Yeah, Put what? this in your computer. It'll delete everything. <laughs> don't tell your parents. Don't, yeah, don't do that. Though. Don't do that or tell your parents. <laughs> $15. Will, no. No, Will. I feel like I'm bidding on her at like one of those bid on a date things. <laughs> and I just insulted her. <laughs> Yeah, she's never going to date you. Um, $10.49. All right, man, let's go with number two, because that follows number one. <laughs> this time. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> now, this shows three items here, but this, my dear friend, is only selling one. It's deceiving. What are people thinking on eBay? What are they doing? And I saw the, I saw the price, and I was like, oh, let me go and put this in my cart real fast. And I and it was like, it said, please read. And it, What is it, happening on eBay these days? You're spending a lot of time over there. You know I what am. they're up to. I know, man. I don't stop. Seems like a bad scene. It is, dude. It's really dangerous. Well, be careful out there. I will. Any guess on what one might cost you? Oh, and it doesn't tell you which one's for sale. So you you put whatever's in your basket. Well, our <laughs> options are Enzo the computer boy. Yep. Uh, we're back to Dot with uh-huh. out the pink condom. Yeah. And then we, oh, we got Megabyte. Well, here are my three guesses. Okay. If it was Enzo, yep. I'm guessing I'm going to go back with $2. If it was Dot without the pink condom or the French robot, <laughs> you know, that really takes it down to $9. Okay. And then Megabyte. 15 jeweled goblets of red wine. That's an interesting offer, but it's $27.18. For whichever one it happens to be. I don't know who it is. Well, there you go. (laughs) And last but not least, an autographed picture of Andrew Keegan. He's a good looking man. He he really is. I like him a lot more now. Okay. So so the teenage one, he, he didn't do anything for you. You're more of the adult. He seemed. He didn't seem to have earned the <laughs> the confidence that he was displaying as a teenager. But now, I mean, this man's not fronting. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, I as I've said before, don't care much for autographed things. Don't think they should cost much. So I need to return this. Awesome. Great. Okay. Well, let me let me have it for a minute, and then I'll give it back. What's your guess? Fifty dollars. You like it more than you're saying, buddy, because this is only $40. Well, I guess I bought it. Yeah. Andrew's coming over tonight. <laughs> Before I let us, that's right, let us return. <laughs> Please don't. To don't, the don't real world. Mm-hmm. I think we should go ahead and get our plugs out. All right. All right. 
If you're a digital domain crawler out there, you're living in a digital dungeon somewhere, <laughs> typing away on those keys, why don't you follow us on Twitter at DPTuneCast? You can go to Facebook and follow us on there, facebook.com forward slash DPTuneCast. And you can email us, dptuncast at gmail.com. And if that's not enough for you, for your fancy, <laughs> if you need more, yeah, come on. Please be sure to check out our rap music video on YouTube. It's a rap parody mashup of 1982's X-Men animated series theme with Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back. Just search Days Past Tooncast. Uh, double up, uh, uh, goodness. Uh, uh. Please. And YouTube, also on the internet. Yeah. Well, some, sometimes. Not, not on, it's not a computer on, thing. Not, not it's, it's a computer thing. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't understand. Update. Okay, Travis, mm-hmm. if you promise to be a good little digital boy and you say that you've learned your lesson and you're not going to smash Will's Wi-Fi's, then I'll get us out of here. I'm not saying that. Well, then just say yes to me. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. All I got to do is rip out the motherboard. Okay. And then I'm going to hack the mega pixels. But... F- uh, first, I'm going to um, do a Google search uh-huh. on prodigy.gov forward slash go home. That'll. Oh, I got to press enter. Okay. 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 Here we go. And it's happening. See you guys next time. Do to my dude. Do to my dude. All right, you sons of bitches. I dealt with your asses for too long. You're dead. Five Uzis going off at once. Fucking card, like Tokyo Drifting. That's right. You got that too? I wouldn't mind one more visit. Going to He Man. Awesome. Great. You have that at the ready. Yeah, I just <laughs> at can't. every juncture. Yeah. I'm like, hey, do you want to go get dinner here or you're or like, He-Man? Or He-Man? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely, He-Man. That's right. Uh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's tight. Save that mainframe. Shoot, save that mainframe. I'm on the World Wide Web. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did to myself. Uh-huh. I put myself in prison. The World Wide Web prison. So where, that's right. That has to be right. Yes, that's right. (coughs) Uh, Yes, officer, that's right. Yes, that's right. (laughs) She's wearing essentially a bikini with pants. Uh, A pants-kini. People are on hoverboards in this. Just like in the back into the future, the two. (laughs) And, you know, one of those like this guy, he talks real high. He's like, hey, boss, let's go. Go over here. Yo, hey. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's right. You killed all these people. That's right. Baby needs a bonnet. <laughs> Hexadecimal, which is a lady virus. That's it. The lady virus mm-hmm. by Michael Crichton. It's <laughs> uh, a good perfume, too. Lady virus. Yeah. What's that you caught? <laughs> Why is it I have a fever? Lady virus. It hurts. It hurts. I want it. something in the water. That's okay. right. <laughs> hey, that's right. That's right. That's he should be. He would be a hype man. Yeah, yeah. He's beating the Shamwell guy. Yeah, out. oh, big time. Oh, that's right. That's all he ever has to say because the uh-huh. other person explains it. It breaks and it broils. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It picks up nails. You mean to tell me it's all of this for fifty dollars? Oh, that's right. <laughs> it works. He, he just he would get. He would go so far in life for being positive. <laughs> he would star in the second, the sequel to Yes Man. Shit. Oh, y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Ah! <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Damn it, I gotta adjust this fucking shit again. <laughs> <laughs>